everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist this lovely Tuesday. I just wanted to give some announcements that I will be doing videos starting next week, twice a week, instead of Monday through Friday. I've decided to kind of give myself a little bit of time to take care of some of the other things I work on in my business. However, I really want to keep these going, so I'm thinking that I'll do them on Mondays and Wednesdays at the same time, so around 9 to 9.15 a.m. That is kind of the new schedule, um, and it also opens up some opportunities for me to go live on other platforms where I've had a lot of really good question and answers like TikTok. I've been so incredibly surprised by the community there and their interest in learning more about mental health. It's been really, really awesome. So um, it just kind of opens up those opportunities and I will still be doing weekly videos, still answering questions and yeah, just wanted to give you that announcement. For this week, I will be doing one today and tomorrow and then I'm actually going out of town this weekend and I'm going to honor that by not trying to overdo it and give myself some grace on Thursday and Friday to just prep for going out of town and getting what I need to get done at work. So I guess I am a human after all and I cannot do all the things, but this is part of the work that we do is we, we figure out what our balance is and we set those boundaries and that's definitely part of the work that I've been doing too. So I know I just went into all of that stuff, but today we are talking about the different tips that I have for dealing with toxic parenting. And so I want to go through, you know, we've talked about what toxic parenting is, what those behaviors are, and how you can recognize even in yourself if you might be the adult child of toxic parenting or childhood abuse. But what we haven't delved into yet is now what? Now what do we do with all of that? And so first things first, I'm going to go through a list that I created and kind of explain what each tip means as far as how we approach toxic parents or parenting in our life. So number one, stop trying to please them. I know that sounds crazy because often people, if they have a toxic parent who views them in a negative light, they want to work so hard for them to see them as they are. They want them to see them in a positive light. I get it. Um, it's it's tough when people don't see us as we are. However, it's with toxic parents, unfortunately, they may not have a lens or an ability to see us as we are. And in fact, it might work better for their own story or for them not having to face their own stuff to always make us the bad guy or the enemy or weak or whatever thing they see us as. Like they kind of have to stick to that story unless they might have to face some really hard truths about themselves. And so it's really important that we, for ourselves, let go of this notion that they're ever going to really see us as we are because they may not. And we have to understand that how do we want to move forward knowing that they may not see us as we are and they may not be able to see us in a good light even if that's where we're at. Um, with that... I think sometimes, you know, it's also important we don't try to change them because it is not our responsibility to fix their wounds, to fix the fact that they can't see us or often other, oftentimes other people as well in a good light. Um, and so with that, I like to talk about grief because if we let go of our notion of having them see us as a good person or as the, you know, as a child we want them to see us as, 
it kind of means grieving what we hoped they would be, right? And grieving the parents that we needed them to be, especially when we were young. Now, as adults, we don't need them to be that way. But when we're young, we do. Because they are the people that set the foundation for our self-worth and how we see ourselves and the world. And so if they're reflecting back to us negative things, it really challenges us because we have to work through that and heal that as an adult to move forward in a healthy way. And so the good news is as adults, we can do that, but it does mean that we have to grieve that they didn't give us that foundation and that maybe they just weren't capable of that. And oftentimes that's due to their own intergenerational transmission of trauma and what they've had to deal with as well. Now, it doesn't make it okay, but it does mean that we have to kind of come into that phase of acceptance. Sometimes this is a part where some of my clients are like, this is not fair, right? There's the fairness thing that comes up and you're absolutely right. It's not fair. And, you know, we could like die on that hill for sure, but I haven't found that to be helpful for anybody, honestly, because they can't change you. You can't change the way they see you. Like it's at that point, it's about figuring out what good there is of having to develop that strong sense of self for ourselves and realizing that we can do that. Because I think sometimes when we don't have it naturally, we feel like that's just the way we are, but we can change that. The other big thing is that we have to set and enforce consistent boundaries with them. So at first we have to figure out what they are. And I did a whole series on boundaries. So if you want to delve deep into this, please go look at those videos. Um, But essentially with them, we have to be extra good about setting and enforcing consistent boundaries and yeah, and doing it over time. Because usually when we first set boundaries, they are not going to honor them. They might test them or not believe them or just be used to them. And so it's so important we're consistent and we have some long-termness with that before it feels like it's so much effort to do that. With that, it's also important that at family events with them or times we spend with them, that we always have an exit strategy or a way to enforce those boundaries. If we have boundaries, but then we have no way of leaving a situation or you know they, they put us in a car with them or, or someone else drives us so we can't like again, exit a situation or go for a walk around the block. Like it's simply those things where we can have some sort of consequence or way out if they are treating us poorly. Because otherwise, we're going to have a lot of boundaries without consequences. And inevitably, they're not going to be honored or followed because they don't really hold any weight. And they're technically just a threat versus an actual boundary. Um, So really, it's just about figuring out ways that we can control our behavior and our safety when it comes to being around these people that in our family system may not be very healthy. Um, And then it's also very important that knowing that they're not emotionally safe people, that we're mindful about what we share with them and the amount of time that we share with them. So I think sometimes people feel this like natural guilt or they feel like I'm supposed to be at every family event I'm supposed to stay there the the entire time. I'm supposed to spend X amount of time with a family member. And the truth is, if they are not emotionally safe, you don't, like, you don't owe that to them. You don't owe them anything. You don't owe them, like, three hours of your time on every Sunday because they're your family. You really don't. And people earn the right to be close to you. They earn the right to your time. And they earn the right to hear the deeper stuff that's going on in your life. So, 
with these people, I would recommend you kind of keep things surface so that if anything you share with them, they share with someone else like you're totally okay with that sort of thing or something you'd be pretty okay with sharing with a stranger on the street because again, people have to earn the right to having emotional closeness with you. And so if they haven't showed that they are emotionally safe, they do not they do not have the right to hear what's going on with you and and, and to your vulnerability, right? Um, sometimes we share vulnerability as a means of navigating our own emotional safety, but um, they don't have the right to hear like deep down how we're really feeling about things and that sort of thing because again, they may not be safe with that information. And last but not least, make sure you take care of yourself. The biggest thing that people struggle with, with when they've had toxic parents, if they're not like replicating narcissistic behaviors, is just overly focusing and taking care of other people. Taking other care of other people financially, emotionally, trying to make sure everybody else is okay. You've got to turn the lens back on yourself and take care of you. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and that you don't have a need to be needed. I know that sounds weird, but it's so important. So, so important. So take care of yourself and remember that you do not owe your parents anything. If they are not emotionally healthy, you do not owe them anything. And again, I think a lot of people feel what we call like a sick family loyalty or a lot of guilt or like they're supposed to be there anyway or do things anyway, but that's not true. People earn the right to having us be emotionally close to them and spend lots of time with them. It's not okay for them to treat us poorly. And we've got to maintain and keep those boundaries. Now, of course, we can love them at a, at a safe boundary distance and try to connect with them in the ways we can. And I do encourage that. Like, connect in any ways that you can that are safe for you. But don't put yourself out in a hurricane without any sort of protection and be surprised when you get blown away every time you go to a family event, right? So that's kind of what live metaphor I like to use with people. I'm like, you know, if you put yourself out there with no protection, it's very likely that you will get hurt and not to be surprised by that. And it really sucks. I want to lastly say it really sucks when we have to navigate that in our family systems. And many of us like to one degree or another do have to do this, right? Actually, all of us, because no family system is perfect. Um, But... You know, again, I I just urge you to find the different ways that you can connect safely and then honor yourself when things come up and it's not safe and you do need to set a boundary. All right, y'all. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. I'm so glad to connect with you guys and I will be in touch with you tomorrow for another Coffee with a Therapist. Have a great day.